Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are and who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I am so excited to be here with you today. Have you ever had the opportunity to share Jesus with someone? Like you knew that you knew that you knew that God had opened doors and this was the moment that you were supposed to walk through them and share Jesus, but you got scared. You didn't do it. Yeah, me too. You're not alone. In fact, the last time I remember this happening was about a year and a half ago. We were ordering new countertops for a house and we were just being our joyful, encouraging everyday selves. And I didn't think anything of it. We picked out our countertops and went home. And then a couple days later, the same lady who had worked with us inside the store called us to tell us that the counters were ready to be installed. And then in the middle of the conversation over the phone, she said to me, you and your husband have got to be the nicest people I've ever met. Why are you guys happy all the time? And so this is a no brainer. The no-brainer answer would have been, honestly, it's because of Jesus. And then I could have shared my story about how Jesus transformed my life. But instead, my hands began to sweat. My face turned red. I felt like the room had heated up about 100 degrees. But instead of sharing my story, I said, "Ah, we just enjoy life. Really, Jamie? We just enjoy life? To make matters worse, my son, who was 11 at the time, looked at me after I got off the phone, hearing the whole conversation and said, why didn't you share Jesus with her? That was the perfect opportunity. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Ouch. See, I had a problem. In that moment, I believed a lie from the enemy that I did not have the right words to say, or I didn't, whatever excuses I could come up with, right? But the truth was I was scared. And instead of speaking God's truth in that moment to myself, 2 Timothy 1.7, God did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, my mind went blank. What I was lacking was boldness. And so I want to talk about boldness today because I hear it over and over again from so many different teen girls. They want to share Jesus with their friends, but they don't know how. Or they know what to say, but they just freeze, kind of like I did. But before we get into like the practicals of what to do, I want to share with you our theme verse for Uncommon Teen. Acts 4.13 says, The council members were astonished as they witnessed the bold courage of Peter and John, especially when they discovered that they were just ordinary men who had never had religious training. Then they began to understand the effect Jesus had on them simply by spending time with him. Now I bring up this verse because in this moment, Peter and John are so bold. They are so bold for Jesus that the crowd is actually marveling at them. However, I also want to bring this up because if you remember Peter 
from the account of when Jesus is getting ready to go to the cross, Peter actually denies Jesus three times. And I want to read this from Matthew 26, 31 through 35. And I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation of the Bible. This is not usually a translation I read from, but this version just makes it easier to understand as we're kind of walking through it. It says, Along the way, Jesus said to them, Before the night is over, you will desert me. This will fulfill the prophecy of the scripture that says, I will strike down the shepherd and all the sheep will scatter far and wide. But after I am risen, I will go ahead of you to Galilee and will meet you there. Then Peter spoke and said, even if all the rest lose courage and fall away, I will be beside you, Jesus. Are you sure, Peter? Jesus said. In fact, before the rooster crows a few hours from now, you will have denied me three times. Peter replied, absolutely, I will never deny you, even if I have to die with you. And all the others said the same thing. Now, I want you to jump down. Jesus had just been arrested. He's going to the cross and Peter is sitting outside the courtyard. And this is where this picks up. It says, meanwhile, Peter was still sitting outside the courtyard when a servant girl came up to him and said, I recognize you. You were with Jesus, the Galilean. In front of everyone, Peter denied it and said, I don't have a clue what you're talking about. Later, as he stood near the gateway of the courtyard, another servant girl noticed him and said, I know this man. He's a follower of Jesus, the Nazarene. Once again, Peter denied it. And with an oath, a promise, he said, I tell you, I don't know the man. A short time later, those standing nearby approached Peter and said, we know you're one of his disciples. We can tell by your speech. Your Galilean accent gives you away. Peter denied it. And using profanity, he said, I don't know the man. At that very moment, the sound of the crowing rooster pierced the night. Then Peter remembered the prophecy of Jesus. Before the rooster crows, you will have denied me three times. With a shattered heart, Peter left the courtyard, sobbing with bitter tears. See, Peter was so afraid. You know, the sweaty palms and the red face and feeling like the temperature in the room just went up about 100 degrees. That was Peter in those moments. That was Peter over and over and over again. He had an opportunity to share Jesus's love with them, but he failed the test three times in one night. So ladies, if you've ever failed that test of sharing Jesus with somebody and you didn't, you're not alone. And I don't know about you, but this gives me hope. If someone could deny Jesus, not just shy away from telling them about Jesus, but completely deny him to where he's using profanity and God still used him to make that major impact that we saw in Acts 4.13, he can use us too. Now let's go back to Acts and we're going to look at chapter one and we're going to find out what was it that happened that took him from denying Jesus to sharing Jesus with great boldness. Acts chapter one, verse eight says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. This is what changed for Peter. In Acts 2, 1 through 4, we see that he received the gift of the Holy Spirit on the inside of him, and it gave him power to be a witness and share Jesus with great boldness. They had so much boldness that that's why we see in Acts four thirteen that the crowd marveled at them. They weren't experts. They weren't Bible scholars. They were just ordinary men. Actually, they were just fishermen. They were nothing fancy. But do you know why the crowd marveled in Acts 4.13? The reason why the crowd marveled 
was because Peter and John got thrown in jail for preaching the good news of Jesus. Even though they were arrested, they still led over 5,000 people to the Lord. And while they were still in jail, they were standing before the court and they were still sharing Jesus with everybody who would listen. Wouldn't you like to have that kind of faith? (laughs) I know I would. (laughs) They weren't worried about the consequences of sharing Jesus. They just wanted everybody to know. They didn't care if somebody was going to make fun of them. They didn't care if they were going to lose their reputation. They didn't care about going to prison. They just wanted people to know the love of God like they did. However, boldness doesn't just come all by itself because we have the Holy Spirit in us. I had the Holy Spirit in me when I talked to that lady that day on the phone. Why didn't I have the boldness to share the good news with her if that was the case? The reason is I needed to seek out boldness. I needed to ask God for it. And Acts 4, 24 through 31 is a beautiful example of a prayer that Peter and John and their fellow Christian friends prayed to receive boldness. And what I love about this prayer is, you know, Peter and John just got out of jail for preaching the good news of Jesus. They were told not to mention the name of Jesus ever again. And the first thing they do when they get out of jail is they go, they gather all the Christians together with them, and they pray for more boldness. How incredible is that? (laughs) So here's the prayer. Lord, you are the Lord of all. You created the universe, the earth, the sky, the sea, and everything that is in them. And you spoke by the Holy Spirit through your servant David, our forefather, saying, How dare the nations plan a rebellion, ranting and raging against the Lord Most High? Their foolish plots are futile. Look at how the kings of the earth take their stand with the rulers scheming and conspiring together against God and his anointed Messiah. In fact, Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Jews and non-Jews, met together to take their stand against your holy servant, Jesus. They did to him all that your purpose and will had determined according to the destiny you had marked out for him. So now, Lord, listen to their threats to harm us empower us as your servants to speak the word of God freely and courageously. Stretch out your hands of power through us to heal and to move in signs and wonders by the name of your holy son, Jesus. As they prayed, the earth shook beneath them, causing the building they were in to tremble. Each one of them was filled with the Holy Spirit and they proclaimed the word of God with unrestrained boldness. Love that. Unrestrained boldness. That's the kind of boldness that we can have too. Ladies, there are so many people out there who are hurting, and you see them everywhere you go. You all have such a huge ministry with your generation. You can reach your generation way better than I can reach your generation. You sit with them at lunch. You walk with them in the stores. You go to school with them. You go to church with them. You see the things that they're watching. You see the things that they're doing. You see how they're hurting and how they're trying to find love in all the wrong places. You know how they self-harm and how they're addicted to drugs and alcohol. You see those things. They need what you have to offer more than anything, but they don't know it. They think that the things that they're chasing are the things that are going to satisfy them, that are going to make them feel better, but it never does. So let's look at this prayer that the first church prayed for boldness. What can we learn from their prayer? Well, the first thing that they did is they called their friends, other Christians together to pray. So this is what I encourage you to do. Grab your friends. 
Pray together about reaching the lost. Pray about reaching those that are hurting in your class. Maybe you have friends who are Christians, but you're not sure that they want to take that step with you. I dare you to challenge them. We have the best news ever. Why are we keeping it to ourselves? The next thing that the early church did when they prayed for boldness is they started bringing into remembrance of how good God is. Recall all the times that God has been faithful to you. Recall his goodness. We have the creator of the universe on our side, and he says that he will never leave us or forsake us. Next, the early church took that righteous anger to God. They were mad and they took that anger to God and they said, God, the enemy is trying to stop us from sharing the gospel by using the rulers of Rome. Just like in times past, the rulers couldn't stop you then and they can't stop you now. Ladies, you may live in a country where right now we are free to share the good news of Jesus, but there's coming a time very soon where we may not be able to. You know, those freedoms are becoming less and less. Get out there and share the good news. And even if they tell you that you're not allowed to, don't let that stop you. You have God on your side and he is your protector. The next thing that the early church did was they asked God to empower them to speak the word of God more freely and courageously, to use them to heal the hurting and the broken. And I encourage you to ask God to do the same thing for you. Ask him to give you boldness to share his love with those who are around you. Ask him to open doors for you. And then lastly, the early church received God's boldness that he gave them. John 15, 7 says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you desire and it will be done for you. You ask God for boldness and you're going to get it. First John 5, 14 and 15 says, this is the confidence that we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, his word, he hears us and we know that he hears us. Whatever we ask, we know that we have what we've asked of him. Mark eleven twenty four says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Receive God's boldness that he has for you. Ladies, who do you know right now who is hurting? Who do you know that's fighting off sickness? Who do you know that is stressed out or depressed? Who do you know that is lonely or struggling? I want you to take a couple seconds and I want you to write down names that come to mind of people that you know that are walking through a challenging time right now. Write down their names, at least the name of one person. Pray for them and ask God how you can share his love with them. Next week, I'm going to talk to you more about how to share your story with those who are around you. But this week, I want you to really focus on beginning to pray for those people that we talked about and asking God to give you boldness and opening up doors so that you can share the good news with them. Ladies, you have a voice. God has given you a voice and he wants to use it to make a major impact in the lives of so many. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode blessed you. Like we say every single week, I want you to repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. If you have not already, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and then feel free to rate the podcast and review it. I would love to hear your feedback. Have a great week and we will see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. 
I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.